before we begin, we've got a couple news items for you. First one comes to us from Crafty One Customs, and it's just a quick reminder that the sign-ups for the Rhode Island Todd Classic will close tomorrow night at 11.59 p.m. So you get a little more than a day and a half to sign up. 100 bucks to enter. All the proceeds go to a great cause, um, the Three Angels Fund, which helps families that are dealing with a cancer diagnosis. Again, awesome cause, awesome time, great tournament. So uh, get over there, sign up, and uh, hopefully we'll see you there at the party. Uh, next thing is going to be a quick rundown of what's going on in the Dreamboat Challenge. We had one entry in the Dreamboat Challenge this week. The fish was a 2.86 pound sea robin entered by Ken Sparks of Deer Park, New York. That fish stands as the 8th place sea robin. The top three remain unchanged. We have Kyle Krause in 3rd place with 16 points. Eddie Terrabiel in 2nd place with 18 points. Bobby Cifarelli still stands at the top of the podium with 24 points. The Dreamboat Fishing Challenge is the fisherman subscriber-only multi-species fishing competition with a chance to win a 21-foot Steigercraft center console powered by Yamaha, along with many other great prizes. Visit thefisherman.com to subscribe and get all the details so you can be part of the action. Next thing is, uh, is the giveaway, which is ongoing, and uh, we haven't been receiving too many photos over the last couple weeks. Not really a big surprise since it's been so stormy, so windy, so rainy, and just genuinely ugly outside. Um, but we have gotten a few, and this thing's going to wrap up on October 26th, so you still got a little less than a month to, uh, to impress me. And uh, really, it's simple. You just got to catch a fish, take a good picture of it, of you holding the fish, and text it to DAnderson, or send it, email it, to DAnderson at thefisherman.com, or text it to the number on the screen. And uh, on or around October 26th, I'll pick a new winner, and uh, someone is going to win an uh, awesome prize pack from Missouri. So definitely want to check that out and get those photos in as soon as you can. For more than 20 years, anglers everywhere have come to know one thing, that nothing says no to fish bites. Now we'll start things off in Maine, and prior to the storm coming, things were looking pretty good. There were a lot of fish, you know, smaller fish moving up the rivers, and they were getting some really nice fish out front. Uh, that has continued to some degree, um, but with all this wind, these fish are really starting to move with a little more purpose. And, uh, you know, I think once things calm down a little bit, we're probably going to find out that a lot of what was going on has moved past. So if you're up in Maine or up in New Hampshire and you want to get in on some more striper action, especially from the surf, um, I would make it happen soon because I think those fish are going to be moving out. Um, I'm not saying it's over. I'm just saying that you're going to see these fish moving with a lot more purpose uh, going forward. Now let's drop down over the border and check in with James Jukes. I'm out here to this morning at one of our local ponds, up at Plugs Pond in Haverhill, uh, just waiting for stocking trucks to roll on through. Uh, freshwater guys have been picking up this past week. Uh, some pike have been caught, carp. Uh, so definitely uh, feel a fall in the area, that's for sure. It's nice and cool breeze this morning. Uh, so all you freshwater guys get out and do your thing because this is the time to start really getting it done. As far as uh, out on the beachfront, the striper report, Plum Island was a mess over this weekend again. But if you got out a little pre-storm, you found fish. I heard some uh, reports from a buddy. They had some pretty good fish up over 40 inches. Um, 
myself I was out in the back bay a few times and I ran into a few blitzes the silver sides are just stacked and they are dropping so this is it boys get out get it done um, still plenty of fish going on over in Gloucester and just up into New Hampshire so there's a ton of that stuff uh, Saturday morning I was out with the Plum Island Surfcasters. We had a great time with the juniors. Uh, the big winner was one of our little guys. He's a fishaholic, Andrew. He had a fish that was 45 inches. Yeah, it was over 30 pounds. It's his first one that size. Uh, where he normally fishes, it's carp and bass. So that was pretty exciting for him to see a fish of that size. Hope Dave can fit the picture in the report here. Anyways, uh, everything is really going along good. Just got to keep at it, keep fishing. Uh, I know there's going to be some serious fishing going on the next month, so just keep at it, guys. Uh, you know, this place here is actually really beautiful now. They got this all straightened up, so my little tip of the week is take some trash off the beach or the ponds or wherever you're at you know let's police ourselves and make things nice all right dave that's it from here we kind of leave that area uh, most of the reports I've been getting from anywhere north of the Cape have been surf reports for guys fishing for striped bass and by most accounts it's been pretty darn good um, the daytime guys are seeing a lot of fish from like 20 inches to 35 inches or so a lot of top water action are also doing well with um, you know paddle tail soft plastics and things of that nature the guys fishing at night are finding some bigger fish um, you know, they're hitting 20 pounds with fair regularity and they are finding some larger fish up into the 30 pound class as well. Um, this is not like, you know, drive anywhere along that shoreline because we're talking, you know, Gloucester all the way down to the canal pretty much. Um, you know, these are pockets of fish, so you got to target the best areas, but if you're looking for some good starting points, I would start anywhere where you've got an outflow. Um, this is injecting bait into the area and it's going to give these fish a reason to stop and take a look at what's going on. So definitely, definitely want to check there. Uh, crossing over the canal, haven't heard a lot from the uh, you know the backside of the Cape. Um, definitely a few stripers moving around up there. I also heard that a rogue pocket pod of albies pushed all the way through the canal and were charging around the outside of uh, Barnstable Harbor. I don't know how long those fish are going to stay there, but that's a unique opportunity to say the least. Um, and then out on the uh, outer beaches. Right before the storm, things were looking pretty good. They were getting some bigger fish. Some were coming from the estuaries. Some were coming from the beaches themselves. But fish up into the 20-pound class with a lot more fish in the you know in the slot size. Since then, since the uh, you know the, all this crazy east wind has happened, water's gotten dirty. The surf's gotten big, and uh, the bite has slowed way down. I uh, haven't heard of anybody fishing out around Monomoy, probably just because it's been so rough out there. Um, there have been some guys getting out to fish. 
uh, off of Nant you know, Nantucket Sound area where it's a little more sheltered. You're finding some albies in there. They've been finicky, uh, although we did see a near derby record last week, a fish that was just under, uh, just over 20 pounds. Uh, that's an impressive fish to be sure. And, um, but by all accounts, you know, the albie bite has been kind of picky out in that area. Have heard some good striper action along the north side of the vineyard and along the south side of the Elizabeths. And then if you push through the Elizabeth Islands into eastern Buzzards Bay, that seems to be the area where the best albie fishing is taking place right now, especially if you get up closer to the canal. You had all this wind coming off the land, so there's not a lot of dirty water up there. It's not, it's not nearly as rough, and I think that that pocket of clean water has brought in a lot of the albies that were in the area, and uh, they seem to be feeding pretty well. Heading up into the canal, uh, we're not going to hear from East End Eddie this week. Um, he's away, but I talked to a few of my guys that fished down the canal. They said that there's been... You know, a decent amount of stripers at the east and west end, but um, most of these fish are under 35 inches, and a lot of them are below the slot. So, mostly smaller size stripers. However, there are good numbers of albies up in the canal, which is kind of interesting. And, um, you know, you got that shot at getting an albie in the canal, which is not something you can always count on. So, uh, that's exciting stuff. You definitely want to make sure you're equipped to fish for striped bass and albies if you're going to fish the canal because. You never know what you're going to find up in there. Uh, also good togging inside the canal and then as you push out of the canal and go along really both shorelines of the um, of Buzzards Bay they're finding lots and lots of tog up in there right now and the tog fishing has been really good we haven't heard of anything like gigantic but lots of keepers lots of fast action and that extends pretty much from the end of Stony Point Dyke all the way to Westport so um, great fishing in there and that's what I have for you guys in Massachusetts this week. Moving over into Rhode Island, the first thing we got to talk about is the offshore fishing. Last week we said it had been kind of slow, but actually it had just been kept quiet. Um, out in some of those rougher seas that they had, although not as rough as what we're seeing right now, there was an epic tuna bite taking place out there. Um, a lot of big fish and just big numbers of like wreck size fish. So, uh, you know, I heard of multiple boats that did like 15 plus fish in a day out there. Um, from like last Wednesday until this storm really started to kick up and things kind of went south. Uh, so anybody's guess as to what's going to happen now? Um, the seas have been very rough out there. As far as I know, no one has been out there. And, um, you know, chances are this is going to mix things up quite a bit. And um, so we'll just have to see what happens. Moving back inshore, the other thing that was going on right as this new storm came in, all this northeast wind came in, the Albi bite was starting to come back together. We had them in eastern Rhode Island, we had them like off of Newport, uh, some guys were getting it from shore, we had a lot of fish around the west wall, We had a, and we had a ton of fish out west, um, off of South County, off of Weekapog and Watch Hill. Since all this wind came in, most of those fish have broken up, so there's still schools of fish around. And, um, you know, guys are finding them, especially the guys that are fishing in boats that are braving the bigger seas out there. Um, but overall, the Albi bite has really tapered off since this seven days of northeast wind kicked in. And a lot of the shore guys I've spoken to haven't seen an Albi in days upon days. So, uh, no, it's just one of those things. It's fall weather. It's unpredictable, and you just have to take it well. Take what you get. Uh, however... On the other hand, the striper fishing has been phenomenal up along the shorelines here. A lot of good surf fish being taken. Um, a lot of blitzes happening during the day. Um, and we're seeing fish from like 20 inches to 40 inches. A lot of guys doing well uh, after dark with soft plastics, just 
you know, going out fishing the rocks, just fishing the boulder fields. A lot of these fish are being taken on soft plastics. Just throwing them out there and ripping them in quickly. Um, as you're hearing little splashes here behind me, that's mullet. There are mullet coming out of all of these back rivers right now. And um, that's another really exciting thing that, um, that's really going to fire up the striper bite. For a little bit more on what's going on in the eastern half of Rhode Island, let's toss it over now to TJ Kopecki. Hey guys, nice to be back again uh, reporting for a little bit of the East Bay, uh, Moho Bay areas. Uh, things have been kind of slow. We all know that. Had a lot of rain. The salinity is off in the water. Um, there's still a bunch of bait hanging around inside of Mount Hope Bay, Narragansett Bay, up into like Barrington Beach, into the Providence River. I had an opportunity to do some fishing on Sunday. Uh, we had a little lull in the rain and some of the wind. So uh, we uh, got out of uh, Texas Cove on my cousin Chris's boat and uh, we took a little trip around uh, Prudence Island. We marked tons of bait everywhere. I didn't see any fish on the surface. Saw a couple of birds maybe working, hanging around. We stopped, took a couple of casts, didn't catch anything. Um, we did stop on the west side of Prudence Island because we happened to be out of the wind then with that northeast wind blowing. Um, the one thing that we did do well was uh, we found a nice nice little piece of structure and uh, we jigged up some uh, some sea bass and we did that for about an hour or so. And uh, we headed back in and thought to ourselves, hey, let's stop in the Providence River and see if there's any bait hanging around. So good thing we did. Uh, we just happened to uh, find a, a bunch of, of bait kind of just stuck in a couple of the corners up near the bike path near the Squantum Club. And uh, hey, lo and behold, we put a couple of casts and we uh, put, some, uh, put some nice bass into the boat. And uh, as we trolled along uh, some of the pairs in the deeper waters there, we, uh, we saw tons and tons of bass just pretty much stationary in different spots. So we jigged a couple of them up. Um, and then they moved and we couldn't find them. So they were definitely uh, searching for bait. Uh, we, we had one other area up near Edgewater Marine and uh, we took a couple of casts up there. We did catch four or five other bass. Um, they tended to like the bait really slow and low to the bottom. So uh, it made it kind of, you know, it's just kind of difficult. Uh, we all know. But uh, they're all fish there, and I think uh, going forward, things are going to get better. And all that bait is definitely going to move around with the full moon coming at the end of the month. Ground fishing, uh, most likely, is going to stay the same inside the uh, bay. I talked to a couple of my, uh, my buddies who do a lot of ground fishing. Uh, they weren't able to get out. So we really don't have any good reports of really what happened. A um, couple reports of... Uh, my buddy from John, um, Roger Williams College uh, did some, does some shore fishing over there and says there's still some good scup from the shore and uh, he's been doing well on some anywhere from 13 to 15 inch scup so there are some big scup over there so if you have an opportunity to get in there. Um, going forward, um, getting ready for the big Tatog tournament coming up um, and uh, I will have a report next week from Florida as I do my annual October trip there for snook fishing. So uh, we'll catch you next week and uh, tight lines. And while we're in this 
basic region. Let's take a minute and check in with Coral Aiello. Hi Dave, Coral here from Sarah Star Charters with Rhode Island Fishing Report. Um, I haven't been out front or out fishing um, the ocean side for you know about a week because a lot of this northeast winds has been keeping a lot of us boats at the dock. Uh, weather just hasn't been cooperating, um, but that has given me a lot of time to fish from shore um, since I haven't been able to get out. And what I can say is that uh, usually what happens this time of year is a lot of this bait gets pushed into these back bay areas and estuaries where you can find you know schoolies galore. There's tons of stripers. They pretty much blitz all day if you find a spot. Uh, where you know you can see it holds bait. There's a good chance you'll probably get on a really good schoolie blitz. They're hitting lots of top water, small plugs, um, you know, paddle tails, pretty much anything. There's also some smaller bluefish in there uh, mixed in as well. So you know we're seeing what we normally see this time of year. Um, the last week before this, we kind of had this uh, easterly weather. I was out front, and there are these piles of bass that you don't normally see this time of year. Um, you can still catch big bass. Uh, don't get me wrong, but normally these resident fish start to move and they start to chase bait. So it's more sporadic uh, when you run into these piles, but they're sitting out front in these ledges where they've been sitting all summer. So that's pretty, you know, pretty cool to see that we're still catching these really big bass, you know, going to spots and seeing that they're still sitting there. Um, I'm not sure when that's going to change. Um, again, I haven't been out front in a few days. So, you know, fingers crossed that they're still out there tomorrow, um, going out there, you know, this week. So. Uh, the tog bite um, is definitely picking up. This is time of year when we kind of all switch gears to ground fishing. Um, again, you can catch tons of sea bass while you're tog fishing. And the water temperature has definitely gotten a little bit better for the chew, for the tog. Um, you know, last week it was around 66, 65 degrees. It's dropped down to about 63, which is a lot better. And this is when you can really start to, um, you know, fully target to tog and, uh, you know, catch them first in the shallow waters because the shallow waters um, are what cool off quicker. So we're catching them in anywhere 20 to 30 feet. It's a great time to, um, you know, start your tog bite. Um, and, you know, we'll just see what happens from here. There's still some albies. Um, you know, the fall run is pretty much just started. It's a great time to, you know, fish from shore, you know, grab your waders, grab your surf rod. Um, a lot of the bait gets pushed in, like I said, tons of peanut bunker, you know, bay anchovies. Um, there's just a lot happening out there. Um, I'm not exactly sure what this easterly wind is going to be like for those big bass that were out front. Um, but you know, we are into the fall and I'm very excited um, as it progresses. Now, heading out of the Newport area out toward uh, Point Judith. It's really been Newport to Point Judith where the best togging has been and it's been really good. Um, again, we're not seeing a lot of big ones. We're seeing a lot of solid fish. A lot of fish like up to eight pounds and lots of limits coming out of the out of Rhode Island waters right now and the bite just really coming together nice. The fish are shallow. You can get them in 10 to 40 feet of water. I'm sure you can get them deeper than that too but a lot of these fish are being taken up shallow. A lot of shore fish being taken and uh, it's been a nice reliable bite during all this crazy weather that we've had. Um, as we said, you know, the West Wall had some really good albie fishing this week. There were also some really nice striped bass being taken from the wall and in the vicinity of the wall. For a little bit more on the tug and some other bottom fishing, let's toss it over now to John Lee from JL Charters. Haven't been out much at all. We've had this weather kept all of us in. Pretty annoying. My last trip was a school bluefin trip. We did pretty well, all on chunks. Um, and I'm actually, so I got, I got kind of tuna fever very late in the season. So I'm going to try to get a couple more of these chunk bluefin trips. 
hopefully next week. And I'd like to go, I'm getting ready to go giant tuna fishing as well. That's a very short window. And then I'm going to start tog fishing. So I'll have hopefully much to say. Anyway, hope all's well. Take care. Heading west out of the Point Judith area. There were blitzes this week along the South County shorelines. Uh, not every day, not in a reliable spot, just lots of bait, lots of fish moving along the beaches. Not a lot of albies, but a lot of bass and a lot of bluefish. And overall, the action just sounded like it was phenomenal along that stretch, uh, especially for the guys that just drive around with the binoculars and look for birds and then, you know, get in on whatever they can get on. Get in on. Uh, for a little bit more on that, let's toss it over now to Declan O'Donnell from Breachway Bait and Tackle. What's going on everyone? This is Declan for Breachway Bait and Tackle here with another fishing report from Southern Rhode Island. The fishing down here has been really, really consistent. A lot of nice striped bass coming from the beach and the breachways. Uh, over the weekend, one of the most consistent striped bass fishing I've seen in a while uh, with swimming plugs off the tip of the breachway and bucktails and swim baits on the inside. Uh, some bluefish still around, not too many. Uh, most of the striper is feeding on peanut bunker and mullet. Uh, we really haven't started to see the striper move onto the beach yet, but it should start happening as the water temperature continues to drop. Uh, the tatog fishing has, hasn't been too great with the wave conditions. Not a lot of anglers able to get out there. Uh, with the conditions slowly improving, we should expect to see some, some more anglers starting to get out there. Jumping over into Connecticut, uh, it sounds like we've seen another wave of bluefish now moving into the race, joining the stripers that have been there for a couple weeks. There's been some pretty nice stripers up in that area, fished well into the 20 pound class with a few, you know, pushing into trophy category. Uh, now we've got bluefish in there from like 5 to 15 pounds. Guys are getting those diamond jigging. The best way to target those bigger bass is either the three-way live eel or to fish with the tube and worm. Getting up closer to shore, there's been a lot of surface activity along from the Thames River all the way out to the Connecticut River. Um, and good numbers of fish there. Most of these fish have been on the smaller side, like 25 to 33 inches or something like that. Some bigger fish in the mix. Out on the reefs, they're finding some bigger fish, like up to 40 inches. Um, guys are getting those on top water and, uh, you know, throwing soft plastics and things like that. As you get up closer to the Connecticut River, the water's been pretty dirty. We've had a lot of rain, which has been coming down and kind of killing the bite in that area. But um, there's still some fish to be caught if you know where to look. And for a little bit more on that, let's toss it over now to Mike Roy from Real Cast Charters. Hey, what's up, guys? For this week's fish report, over the past week, we've had a lot of strong northeast winds and a lot of rain. Uh, however, the fishing is still good. Stripers, bluefish, and albies are still feeding. Uh, some topwater blitzes, a lot of small bait around. There is a lack of adult bunker uh, surprisingly haven't really been seeing much adult bunker so that's thin right now that's the only unusual concern but other than that uh fishing is good uh, stripers have been feeding heavily on peanut bunker and uh silver sides and there's albies all throughout long island sound uh just moving around uh, quite a bit but uh you could definitely get on them and a lot of bluefish around still um the bluefish has been really good so um get out there and uh, let's hope for some better weather this week take a little short jaunt along the sound and check in with matt stone from watch hill outfitters out in westbrook chilly days coming in here so we're going to start to see that water temperature drop pretty quickly i think we're around the mid to low 60s right now in most spots in the sound um, we're going to still see a lot of the fall action going on pretty standard fall run stuff out there um bait 
birds. We've had uh, these kind of like back-to-back -back storms. They've dirtied up the water a little bit, kept those waves a little bit bigger um, than a lot of us want them. Um, so what we're looking for is stability in the weather conditions. That should definitely help the bite, um, help reestablish the clarity of the water, help that bait get moving, help those birds see the bait and the fish see the bait, and then on we go. Um, fish are obviously still feeding in the murkier water, but we really like it clear um, to kind of get that explosive action that we're looking for. Um, stripers are still good. Blues are still good. Should improve as this weather kind of stabilizes. Um, Albies have been pretty sparse in the sound right now. We're kind of waiting for another wave of fish to hit us. Um, there's been a few out in the western sound, a few poking around the eastern sound. Um, but the folks of us in the central sound, we're kind of waiting for that next wave to hit. So got about a month left still where we kind of expect those fish to be around. So still hopeful that uh, some stability in the weather is going to help that bite. Um, sea bass has been good. I've heard guys getting uh, limits pretty easily out in pretty deep water, 120 plus. Um, so up your weight, you know, things like that. Uh, bait rigs, SK jigs, um, any, any slow pitch jigs, things like that. Um, that's the bite right now. I'm hoping to see some more sunshine these next few days and uh, see that fall run continue. Heading west from here, we've been hearing a lot of good surf reports uh, all along that shoreline, really from like Old Lime all the way out to Milford. Um, it's, obviously it's been pockets. It's not like the whole shoreline is lit up, but there are there is some good fishing going on in the area. And the night guys have been talking about doing really well on big needle fish. So that's something you can stick in your back pocket if you're fishing that local area. Before the storm, the blue fishing was really, really good off of um, off of Madison and New Haven, and there was good striped bass action in the area as well. Porgy fishing has been incredible across the entire region. It doesn't matter if you're from shore or from a boat. Uh, there's just so many porgies in the area right now, and the bite has been on fire. And then heading out further west, um, Max is getting married this weekend, so join me in congratulating him and Lauren on their holy union. And uh, we'll have to try to get some pictures of his wedding for next week's report. But he told me, he did give me a couple things to talk about. He said that before the storm, they had Albies in around the Norwalk Islands. But since all this wind came in, they have pushed off. And um, no one seems to know where they are. The schools have broken up, so guys are fine in like the occasional small school. But um, most of these fish are have gone to other places and no one seems to know where that is. Uh, they're getting some sea bass out in like 50 feet of water on some of the wrecks out there. Bass fishing has been best around the mouths of the estuaries and then way up in the back. So um, things are starting to come together out there. There's a lot of bait, a lot of uh, peanut bunker, probably some mullet pushing out of some of those backwaters as well. Um, but overall it's been a slower week in the western sound just probably thanks to all this wind. And that's uh, what I have for you guys in the local reports this week. We're going to take a quick flight down to uh, Costa Rica now and check in with what's going on down in paradise. And that's what I have for you guys in the reports this week. Hopefully you're going to find them useful. Um, if you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman Magazine, I highly recommend you head over to our website. That's thefisherman.com. you got enough free content on there to get a full taste of what we offer. We cover everything from Delaware all the way up to Maine. We have fishing reports and articles that cover all that stuff, plus tons and tons of videos on our YouTube channel here. If you're still not interested in that, give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube and hit that little bell thing down there so you get a notification every time we post something new. Appreciate you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week.